Welcome to the Purpose Project XXI podcast, the podcast designed to help men live purposeful, impactful, and fulfilled lives. This is your host and founder of Purpose Project XXI, Ozzy Ortiz. Welcome back, gentlemen, to another episode of the Purpose Project XXI podcast. I am stoked about this episode as we discuss and unpack this idea of image and men's fashion and style. But I am especially excited to be able to bring to you a true professional to help us navigate these confusing and sometimes treacherous waters. Patrick Kenger is a certified men's wear stylist and image consultant. He has worked with a wide range of men, including TED speakers, Wall Street Journal best-selling authors, Fortune 100 executives, and every guy in between to help them develop their personal and professional image. He has contributed thoughts to Men's Health, Ask Men, Men's Journal, New York Magazine, and more. He is the founder of Pivot Image Consultancy, but more importantly, he is a great mentor, guide, and just a really cool dude. Here is my conversation with Mr. Patrick Kendra. All right, gentlemen. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Project podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be tackling a couple different principles. One specifically that we're going to get into is, is principle number 21, which is be a gentleman. And so we're going to be focusing specifically on one aspect of what it means to be a gentleman, and that's really taking care of our image, making sure that we are doing our part to make sure that we are presenting ourselves well that we're portraying the image that we want to portray to the people around us. And the other part is taking responsibility for that. And maybe you're one of those guys listening right now where you want to do better. You want to get better at your dress, your image. You want to be present yourself in a, in a better light, but you just don't know where to go or where to start, or you have a lot of pressures, misconceptions, things like that. And today we hope to clear those up and give you the tools so that you can take responsibility in that area of your life and begin to experience the fruit of really taking care of your image and see where where that leads you. So I've invited a guest to be on the show today, someone who is an expert in this area, really. And so we're going to hopefully pick his brain and be able to learn some helpful tips on how we can improve our image, how we can improve our life, our careers, and our relationships. So I want to welcome Patrick Kendrick, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, thanks, man. It's a privilege to be here. I'm happy to do it. Excellent. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, it's, it's super cool to have someone who has your type of experience speaking into this. I, I know that fashion and style, things like that, or a little bit about what I like to do as well. I've always had an interest in that, but I, I would not say that I'm a professional, nor would I say that I'm, I'm uh, certified in any way. However, my wife is a certified image consultant, and so cool. she works... Uh, specifically with ladies, uh, though there's a lot of crossover. It's not totally the same. I'm just a guy who enjoys to dress well, and I'm mm -hmm. hoping by talking to you and having your voice on this podcast, that gives a little bit more validity to what we're talking about. So Patrick, you being a professional male stylist, and you have a, a niche, right? Your niche is more of the upscale business man. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely somebody who... Um... The, I would say the upscale business side of things, it's an area that a lot of guys struggle with, um, but also to upscale casual, even like dressing for work. If you have a uniform or something like that, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. And same thing with formal attire too. 
a lot of guys struggle with that middle ground that's sort of just trying to figure out uh you know okay what do i wear when it's you know professional but i still i don't want to go over the top uh, and then same thing with casual wear too what a lot of guys struggle with is what do i wear on a date what do i wear to a nicer dinner what do i wear right. to a networking event because you're trying to marry something formal and you're trying to marry something kind of casual too right. and that that middle ground piece is hard for a lot of guys to figure out so um i think you know, for me, I've just sort of niched down and niched down and niched down. So I've always only worked with men and I forever will as long as, you know, I, the foreseeable future, at least I can't imagine that after, you know, almost a decade, I would transition and start working with women. But, you know, men already had a difficulty just dressing in general. And then, you know, kind of niching down from that, what I really saw was the challenge was guys who were in that middle ground space where, you know, it was maybe business, uh, business casual, kind of that sort of stuff or upscale casual stuff. Nice. No, that's perfect. You want to stick to really helping guys be more professional, upscale in the business scene, in the workplace. But well, definitely me. the casual side of things too. I sorry, I just didn't. I you know, I definitely the casual side of things. If not, just as much as the business side. I think like because and there's a lot of interplay between those two elements too as well. Um, you know, between you can use a lot of the stuff for business that you can for casual in that middle ground because that's just right. sort of the way the world has gone. Is you know we're most of my guys aren't wearing full suits anymore and stuff like that. So. Right. No, that's good. I know in my my profession kind of have to dress up a lot and so sure. and we have to get real creative with sometimes but as a professional male stylist um first of all how does one become a male stylist and then kind of take us through the journey of what brought you into this career path yeah so uh, for me it was one of those things you know it's i don't know kind of i guess cliche to say but i've always been always been in a fashion and stuff like that and, and style, but only because of the fact that when I was younger, it sort of felt like a necessity. Um, yeah. It was a way for me to fit in where I jumped around schools a lot. And um, one of the things that I figured out was that there are there are certain in-groups, right? And a lot of that, you can sort of shortcut making friends with people if you look like certain people, you know, if you dress a certain way, right? And um, so for me, it was like, oh, this is a way to connect with people. And I think at an early age, I saw that and that became something that I latched onto. And then that springboarded into just caring about this stuff in general. And, you know, when I was a kid, I was in middle school and I had subscriptions mm -hmm. to GQ men's health details, which is no longer a thing. And there was like one other one. And it was like weird, you know, this is around right. a time when nobody really cared about that stuff. But I always thought it was pretty cool. Um, and this was also around the time that like, this is when style and caring about the way that you looked it wasn't a it was still not quite masculine like it didn't feel like a thing that like as a man you should care about but you wanted the result like right. everybody wanted to look good but everybody if you told somebody hey like i'm into this or i'm working on my style they said it's like oh right. that's gay right yeah, you're like oh that's exactly. gay. like and it's like that's just what people would say like back when that's <laughs> just what you know and yeah and it's yeah. like no you just care about the way that you look it has nothing right. to do with your sexuality right just like everything else um so around that time you know and then we went to college and i a lot of my friends would say things like hey where did you where did you get that or like hey man like can we like go shopping or something like that you know and so it would just be these things where guys started asking for help um and then started writing about it. And then that kind of springboarded into like professionally helping guys and then saying, okay, what would we, you know, this, if we did this for a living and what would that look like? And then sort of gaining certifications and going mm -hmm. through and, and looking at all that stuff. Right. So, um, 
Yeah, it's been fun. It's it's a long process, and now we train stylists too as well. Um, oh, good. So st- from subscription box companies, stuff like that, uh, to help with them because their retention rates are garbage, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so we work with some of those to train their stylists too. So it's just you know, it's an evolution. Wow, that's that's incredible. Yeah, but you're right. I think you pretty much answer all my questions. Jeez, man, in that little bit, uh, you've touched on a lot of things there because it's so relevant, so true. There's this stigma. And I wanted to talk to you about that stigma there that has been around for a while. But with you working with a lot of men now, right now, in this time, do you feel like there is still that stigma or is that kind of dissolved away over time as it's become more acceptable for men to care about their style and their image? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's dissolved a little bit, but there's remnants that are still there, especially with some of my older clients too, as well. Um, But again, everybody wants the result. and. So they sort of just needed like a a green light. They needed a somebody to say, "Hey, it's okay, right? It's okay to care about this stuff." And then you see the result. Oh, great! This is awesome. Right. It's like going to the gym and saying, "Like, oh, working out is, uh, you know, has something to do with your sexuality, or like washing right. your car has." It's like no, it's just it's something that you can care about the way that you put stuff out in the world, right? You put yourself out in the world, right. so. Yeah, I think some people are seeing that now. Most people see that now. And it's like, yeah, why did for so long we think that mm. this was something that had anything to do with something other than caring about the way that you look? True. So true. And, you know, that's that's true of my my story, too. Growing up, you know, something I cared about was dressing up, looking good. And that was a constant thing I got all the time. Like, um, and I always constantly challenged. And then they created a term, right, called metrosexual. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got labeled with. Well, you're you're just metro. That's and it's like okay. Well, whatever. I'll, I'll accept it if that's what you want to label me as. That's fine. Sure. Uh, but that's that's. I just enjoyed taking care of myself. And, but uh, nobody uses that term anymore, really, right? Yeah. Like I haven't heard that term thrown True. around in so long. True. So yeah, I haven't heard it in a while either. Yeah. Now it's like it's, it's not even a term. It's just like we try to like get, people just try to take care of themselves, you know. And it's like right. if you called someone metrosexual, it, you'd be like. What? Like that just feels antiquated as a word, right. you know? Exactly. So, yeah. I guess that, that just speaks to how old I am. I don't know. Same. Um, I mean, I got called it too, but I'm just yeah. saying that these days, right? We don't, right. we don't hear it thrown around as much. So, right. And you're, you're right. You know, there's, there's kind of, you tell guys, uh, or you talk to people, it's like, I really care about image or fashion and things like that. And the, the image that comes to mind is like Derek Zoolander, right? Oh, man. Right. One of the, yeah. It's totally extreme. There's this painting on both ends, unfortunately, or, or like a, uh, Stanley Tucci and a and Devil Wars Prada type of thing. Yeah, like you have to be totally engrossed in it in order to be into style and fashion. Yeah, it's funny because you're right. That's like it's not a binary thing, or it's or it seems like a binary thing where there's right. not like a scale. Um, and it's just it's it's strange because I don't understand that as you know you think if you're into fashion or into style and you you think about what that looks like typically you think like crazy bold colors and patterns and all sorts right. of crazy looking you're you're thinking like runway style it's just out there it's kind of nuts but you know most of the guys that i know that work in fashion work in style they just like well-made stuff and they like looking good and it's not fussy it's there's nothing crazy um they're just nerds right we're all just clothing nerds we just care about like the science behind it or at least i do um rather than just being like make it purple and loud and like for no reason it's just no we just want people to look good that's all that's it that's it i love that so tell me about 
growing up, you said you, you were really into these things. Was anyone in your family is this like an influence from a mom or dad? I mean, what was your upbringing, siblings, something like that? Yeah, so I'm I'm the oldest of um, three brothers, and so nobody really cared about it. I mean, it wasn't anything that somebody had a passion about, and I didn't either. I just cared about what the result was. Like I cared about connecting with the groups that I wanted to connect with, and that was through fashion. So for me, it was more of a social angle that brought me right. through it. Right? It wasn't just like, oh, we like clothing. I liked clothing and 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 now I am a clothing nerd, right? And I nerd about fabric and stuff like that. But I like it for and all my guys like it for the result that it gives you. Because, right. you know, you think about going to the gym, you think about changing your personality, those kind of things. That takes a long time to mm -hmm. get fit. It takes a long time to lose weight. It takes a long time to develop personality. You can change the way that people think about you by putting on clothing. And that's kind of nuts because that takes right. about one minute, right? right? And so to get that effect, like you're leaving stuff on the table if you don't care because it's mm -hmm. like you can change stuff like that. So to me, that was an easy lever to pull when I was a kid of just like, oh, I can change the way that things happen to me ju just by taking a right. minute to like care about this stuff. That's so good. Let's dig down a little deeper on that because that's exactly where I wanted to go with this. And just the the facts that your your style, your image can have on not just you personally and the way you perceive yourself, but how you are perceived by others professionally, relationally, how that can affect your your career. I mean, talk about that. Why don't you, why don't you just kind of dig down a little deeper, help our gentlemen out there listening, why this is an important topic, why they need to care about this. There's tons of statistics on it, actually, too. Um, most of them are just weird numbers about how, you know, you'll make more money if you dress better, right? If you, and we actually, the people that do dress better, they, uh, and that look more attractive, they do, they make more money. You typically have more success in, you know, the dating marketplace, but these are things that like, we all kind of know inherently. So for me to say them, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. Right. Um, but there's a self-confidence element to it as well, where when you dress better you start to feel a little bit better about yourself like it's just something like you're taking care of something mm -hmm. and that's when most guys come away from you know if, if they're working with me like yeah they're it's they'll say things like yeah it's crazy because i'll get more attention from women or like you know my even my boss noticed and said something like okay cool um but a lot of it is you know they are excited to wear clothing they're excited to get out in the world they just feel a little bit better about themselves they you know sort of walk a little taller so to speak right um but even just like there's there's all these little benefits, like even cognitively, you know, um, there was a study once that when people put on a lab coat, right, like a science lab coat, right. whatever, they would cognitively perform better in that arena, like if they took a test on science or whatever right. it was, right. And I'm probably screwing up that oh, that specific, but it's like it's the exact same stuff. Like it's you you can change the way that your brain operates by the way that you take care of yourself or what you put on the outside. Um, so, you know, we all know that like, again, you're going to have better success in the dating marketplace. You're going to have more available options for a partner. Um, you're going to make more money again, statistically, right. you're going to make more money, but like, this isn't shocking stuff. Um, most guys know the importance of it. I think mm -hmm. that most guys just struggle with the implementation of right. it, at least, at least from what I've seen, there's, there's nobody that I've ever met that if I gave them a pill and I said, you can take this pill and you can become better looking for free. Here it is. You can leave it or you can take it. Mm -hmm. There's no way that they're not taking that pill. Like there's right. just nobody that would, wouldn't do it. Like in anybody else that if they say they didn't, like they're lying. Like 
because there's no reason. Right. It's like saying, do you want a million dollars? Do you want no dollars? It's like, right. well, I'll take the million, right? Like, it just makes no sense. So I think for a lot of people, we're past that stigma. We're past the not knowing about the importance of it. It's more about the implementation of it. And that's why you see all these companies doing subscription box things and mm -hmm. a lot of like influencers. That's why we see this coming uh, in into the zeitgeist, so to speak, of just like right. we we care about it now. And so I, you know, the, people are capitalizing on that. No, so good. So let's, let's go ahead and go into that. Let's go into the, the practical side of things and the implementation of this. So let's, let's talk to the guy out there who's listening right now. He's saying, I'm with you, Patrick. I really want to do this. I want to take care of my image. I want to start dressing better, but I have no idea where to start. What's mm -hmm. step one for the guy like that? He's totally clueless, uh, but he wants it. Yeah. There's a lot of, great information out there. There's a lot of good avenues to go down. There's a lot of people making clothing. It's easier than it ever has been to be well-dressed. So people don't really have an excuse not to do it. Um, but I'd tell you sort of where I would start with things. And the first thing would be to not shop. Shopping is like the last thing that you should be thinking about doing. You need to handle a lot of stuff first before you actually go out and shop. Um, it's kind of like trying to build a house, but with no idea. Of, you have no blueprint. You have no plans and you just start hammering together wood. This is like where I see clients all the time. Like usually this is where they sort of come to me is like, they're like, oh, I realize I need new clothing. I went out and I shopped and the guy at the store said like, maybe I should try this and it's Tuesday. So this thing is trending. And like, I, and I got all this stuff and I've tried to put it on me and I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, and I'm just confused, right? Because right. there's so much out there now. We're dealing with a problem of overabundance now rather than like a starvation aspect of like, now, now there's just too many brands. Now there's too much clothing. And so you got to figure out how to navigate that territory. So what I usually start with is like, okay, we need a plan. So first think about what's already in the closet and you need to straighten that out. You need to straighten out home base. It's like having a garden, but having a bunch of weeds and you're trying to plant new stuff and it's just going to get taken over by the weeds, right? right? So like you should get down to a bare minimum of stuff that you have. Like stop, don't even think about going out and shopping until you go through your closet and you say, okay, this thing <clears throat> doesn't fit. This thing has holes in it, right? And I've had it forever and I haven't worn this in a year. Like if you haven't worn something in a year, just get rid of it. What you need to do is you need to clear space, right? You need to sort of open things up and you just see what's not working in there. And then you can also see what is working. So like maybe you're like, oh, cool. Like I have this piece and I haven't worn it in a long time. Like I right. forgot how I really like this. And maybe this right. thing over here, like, oh yeah, this is sitting in the back of my closet, whatever. And you're going to find out what actually stays. Okay. So you're going to have this little section of gold and like the closet is probably going to be super minimal at this point, but you know, it's going to be stuff that works. Right. Then, so once all the stuff is, you know, weeded out, you can look at tailoring that little section too. Most guys need tailoring. Um, it's one of those things where you can up the percentage, like you can up your game incredible, like an incredible amount just by getting stuff to fit you. And most guys, they have problems with fit and they shop for clothing and they try to find stuff that fits. And it's like, well, you can also just tailor stuff to fit you, right? If it's right. a little bit baggy in the midsection, a little too long, right. whatever, you can make those little adjustments. So you do that to your existing stuff. But I would also take note of what's working for you. So like, let's say you have a couple t-shirt brands in there. You're like, man, this thing fits really, really well. Right. Okay, go double down on that then. Get it in another color, right? Multiple colors, whatever it is. Explore right. more from that brand. A lot of people, you know, when you're thinking about a brand, brands build for an archetype. So like, mm -hmm. I, if I started a clothing brand, I'm not just going to be like, okay, I don't know, the t-shirt's going to fit like that. And maybe like the shorts are going to fit like that. We're building for a specific guy in mind, right? 
right. it's almost like we've taken an average. And so you just have to find the brands that align with you. And you might already have some in your closet. So like if the t-shirt fits well and the sweater fits well, the polo will probably fit well and the button down will probably fit well. You see what I'm saying? So it right. just makes it right. so every like you, you found something that you're going to you're going to maybe explore. So then I would add more of that stuff in and I'd be focusing on your basics. Focus on grayscale colors, black, white, gray, going to pair with everything because they're mm -hmm. achromatic, right? They're really easy to wear, really easy to find, really easy to pair. Right. Focus on building that stuff out. Um, and that gets you a good, really good core wardrobe setup. And then from there, you can build upon it, right? And you can do more shopping and more shopping. But like, I can't stress enough, like how important it is to take care of the stuff at home first, figure out, like figure out that side, that side of thing, figure out what's working for you. And then also to, you know, maybe come up with a couple style icons, you know, guys mm -hmm. who style you, you really enjoy right and you know you just figure out what they're wearing and take a pull like so you right. say oh okay i got five guys that i really like their style you know and name them off and take photos right, right? and pull them off the internet whatever and like look at them almost like on a vision board and if you're like right. man all of these dudes are wearing i don't know the denim jackets right it's like oh well maybe i should own a denim jacket then mm -hmm. and that's how you figure out once you've built your core wardrobe that's how you figure out what to add in is you identify little key pieces that all of the guys who you like what they're wearing and you go find the best example of that thing and you bring it into the closet. That's so good. I, and there, there's so much gold there, gentlemen, and what he just said, and especially the part where, where you were talking about how these designers, they, they make the, the clothes for a specific body type for a specific mm -hmm. person. And so there's a lot of guys, and especially there's a struggle for ladies that I've come to know, but guys as well, where they try something on and they think there's something wrong with them because the clothes doesn't fit them. Right. And like it fits their, their friend over here. He looks great in that, in that designer brand, but he, right. I don't. And so there's something wrong with me because I don't look good and, and I can't wear designer brands because they don't look good. Well, you know what? It, it wasn't made for your body type. It right. was made for somebody else's body type. So find the body type or the style that fits you. And uh, that's where you have to put in a little to work, right? You have to try some things. You, you just, you have to smash stuff together. You have to get in the store. You have to put stuff on. There's like this, I always tell guys too, it's like, it's a little bit of upfront work, just like anything in life, right? Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of upfront work and then it's all downhill from there. Like I was talking to somebody about fitness related stuff and, and he was like, yeah, like, you know, worked out in high school and college, right? I built like an incredible body. He's like, I, I barely work out now. He's like, I work out like two days a week. I kind of watch what I eat. Mm -hmm. He's like, and I'm still like good. I still look fine. And it's like, you know, because you did the upfront work. You set the foundation. Like right. shopping does, it's not difficult. If you figure out, like you set the foundation, you figure out where to go, you figure out what fits, what brands you like and what work for you. And then it's just, it's all downhill from there. But to get over there, all downhill in a good way, right? Like we mm -hmm. push this boulder up the hill and then we just let it roll down mm -hmm. the other side. You have to figure out what works first. You have to figure out what your size, you know, your, right. your correct sizing is. You have to figure out what colors are good on you. All that kind of stuff. You push that up. And then from there, it's easy. And so you just good. let it roll. That is so good. Now, talk to the guy out there who's thinking, man, I can't afford to dress well. I mean, I just mm -hmm. don't have the bucks to be able to spend on this stuff uh, yeah. or the time. I mean, talk, talk to that. I think for that, first, there's, there's time and there's money. And I think, you know, I have clients who, I mean, very wealthy clients who they can spend all the money in the world on stuff, but they just don't have the time, mm -hmm. right? That's their biggest thing. And so for them, it's a whole thing of like, well, we don't want to put the money in the wrong place because they're willing to throw tens of thousands of dollars at clothing, but mm -hmm. they just don't want to make a mistake and they don't have the time to figure it out. Right. And so like for them, that's what they come to me for. But then if a guy, let's say, doesn't have 
you know, a crazy amount of money, it's still just as important because that money, we need to take you really far with that. Right. So like, let's say you have a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars to spend on clothing, something like that, right? Less, more, whatever. Let's just put a number on it. Right. You got to maximize that result, right? You have to maximize what can I get with this little thing? Because it's it's got to take me as far as I can take it, right? So Absolutely. I see a lot of guys, they'll, they'll buy these pieces or, you know, maybe a couple pieces that they just, they don't pair together really well or, you know, whatever it is. And they don't focus on like maximizing that little section of money. They just focus on like, oh, that thing's kind of cool. I'm going to spend money there. Mm-hmm. And that th- we end up eating into that budget and it just doesn't do much for us. So you really have to think about like, what are the pieces that I can get that I'm going to be able to wear with basically everything else that right. I own? maximal range within your items you know and there's certain items that do that right so you have items that will generally pair with a lot of stuff if you don't have a lot of money you focus on that and then the second thing i would say too is still buy the best that you can afford there are brands that are that make Mm -hmm. good clothing at every price point and it's sure it's not going to be as good as the highest price point but it's going to be much better than some other brands too so you know you can do that just a little bit of research and find out what brands are going to work around your budget, but always be looking to buy the best that you can afford rather than just saying, Hey, I'm going to throw in the towel. Um, most of the, my guys that have followed me for a really long time, they know I love Uniqlo. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm, I'm wearing Uniqlo jeans right now. Um, mm-hmm. this is like a, you know, $300 shirt. These jeans are 50 bucks mm-hmm. that you can mix highs and lows and, right. you know, and, and, I, but both are for me, super high quality. Like I love the quality of both. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Um, and so you just you have to find those brands that are that make the most sense for your price point that are you're gonna get items that pair with all sorts of other stuff um and yeah just buy buy the best you can afford within those brands that's so good that's so good i know we're coming up to the end of our time together so we're probably going to do a part two and have you come back on or or maybe do some kind of a special video series where you can uh, really break it down and kind of show what the guys can expect when they hire you as their stylist but just kind of wrapping up our time together, I want to do a, a quick little lightning round if you're down for that. Just yeah, cool. Shoot out a couple of questions to you. Tell me what you think. What's your opinion of them? Uh, sure. Yay or nay? Uh, good to go or not? Or avoid? Okay. So let's let's have a little fun with this. And since you kind of brought it up already, but uh, what do you think about subscription boxes? I think that if you have absolutely no time and have nowhere to start, go ahead and do it. But for the most part, no. They're all usually algorithmic, like they people think that they are going to get some person that's like, you know, thinking about, oh, this is going to fit great. They're all sponsored stuff. Like, so they only get you only get the brands that this subscription box works with. And usually mm-hmm. if they're house brands. They're taking clothing that's super cheap, putting it in a box, saying it's for you and you're getting the same thing as every other guy out there. It's right. just they're not good. Um, again, if you have no time and no have no idea where to start, go ahead. Like, at least you're getting clothing. Right. But realize that that is not getting a meal in a box doesn't teach you how to cook either. Right. Right. So you never understand how to put stuff together. You never know how to shop on your own. Um, Again, I like doing that front work first and then being good from there. Um, So generally for me, I would say no. But if it makes sense for you, of course, go ahead. Do do whatever makes most sense for you. That's good. Flip flops. Uh, I mean, are you near water? Right. Like if you're near water, then great. So everything has a time and a place. Generally, no. his guy's feet are just kind of gross in general, right? Like, I'm not trying to just always show off my feet. But, I mean, again, everything in a time and a place. Um, typically, I'm trying to wear, like, an espadrille, which is mm-hmm. going to be, you know, it's just 
a bit more fashion forward and I'm not showing my feet and it's, it's not like a, uh, a flip-flop. So, um, yes, if you're near water, but we'd say probably there's way better options if you're not. Cargo shorts. Uh, we'd probably say no, but again, there's reasons for this though too, okay. right? Like you think about cargo shorts. It's like people have these like, oh yes, no, yes, no. It's like, well, cargo shorts, typically these pockets are massive. And what they do is they make your thighs look thunderous right yeah. comparatively to your skinny little thighs and or right. calves and so it's kind of like uh, you always have to think about why like what the what the reasoning is behind it and for me cargo shorts just expand that leg like crazy right. we're actually seeing like some types of cargo come back into fashion just as like a more fashionable type thing mm -hmm. in pants but the pockets extremely close to the leg mm -hmm. right it's more of a style element on the side you uh. couldn't even see it from the front a side tangent in general no um just because it doesn't make your legs look good 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 point i uh, know i've seen this trend a lot is um slip on sandals with socks I see oh interesting everywhere. with like oh like streetwear type stuff yeah well i see them at the gym i see it everywhere really at the gym mm -hmm. interesting it was feel like that would be dangerous at the gym you, know, I, you I drop a so weight too. on something like that yeah I've, I've never really seen that but again it kind of defeats the purpose right it's yeah. like if you have a sock on put a shoe on you know, right. but I, I, I've seen it in certain streetwear elements and stuff like that. If guys are kind of, you know, it's like the NBA player look of like, you just mm -hmm. got off the plane kind of thing. You got the hood up and you got the, you know, the, the slides on with socks, but yeah. it typically no, cause it just doesn't make a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. And, uh, here's another trend that I think is kind of dying out, but low rise skinny jeans on guys. Yeah. I, it's the same thing as everything else. Like trends make sense if they can make your body look good. Like. This is I was saying the same thing to guys back, you know, when when skinny jeans were like trending. It's like, dude, it doesn't make your leg look good. Like it you're squeeze it doesn't fit. It's squeezing everywhere. I can see the crevices of your kneecap through it. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. But it's the same thing when we had baggy jeans. It's like, dude, that makes your leg look three times as wide as it is, which makes right. you look shorter. Like is, there's a middle ground that you always yeah. have to find just in general and then for your body type. So yeah, so coming out much, much more. Now we're getting back into wide leg stuff. So right. it's just you have to find the balance that's right for you. Um, trends are great, and I'm totally on board with them. I'm never going to be one of those guys. It's like, don't do any trends or anything. Do trends if they make you look good. If you're going to okay. work in a trend, at least make your body look good. Like, that's yeah. just, that's what we got to do. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And then uh, what's your thought on all these TikTok fashion influencers? Uh, again, everywhere. yeah, like I said before, right? Like, it's just, it's it's now something that we've been, we're more open to discussing as men, where... Mm -hmm. It's not it's not a taboo subject anymore. And so people are looking at YouTube and Instagram and TikTok for finding advice on stuff. The only thing that I don't like about TikTok is um, it's not long form. And so typically it's like a quick tip and it's right. then it's kind of it's off. And so you don't really get the understanding of why you would be doing something right. um, like a subscription box. It's good if you have no idea where to start something along those lines. Um, but typically you know, it's one of those things where you don't really understand the deep, the nuances of it. You don't understand right. the why. Um, and I always I prefer, you know, some of my friends that do it on YouTube or, you know, even Instagram, stuff like that, because it's a bit longer form and you can start to understand right. the why behind things. So TikTok is great for a couple tips here and there. Um, don't put stock in a lot of them, though, too, right. because it's just usually repaired information. Um, try to, like, you know, go for a real education when it comes to it. Um, but if you're just looking for a couple tips, it's fine. Perfect. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and segue over to you to talk to us about what it is that you do, what you offer, and what guys can expect when they reach out to you. Give us your website, give us your contact, how we can reach out to you, and, and what to expect when we do 
Yeah, I mean, just start with stuff on the website. Like, there's tons of free resources. We have like uh, free training videos. There's a handful of ebooks up there. Um, there's just you know some other podcasts and all sorts of stuff up there too. So like, that's a really good start. Um, and that's so you can just go to pivotimage.com. Um, if you type in men's stylist, a lot of times you can just kind of find that too. Um, but just start there because I think, you know, getting stuff handled, like you got to start, you got to get your brain turning in the right direction, right? Yeah. Moving forward. Um, and usually I like guys to kind of start doing what they can first. And then that's when usually they'll, they'll reach out to me um, to, for, for like a higher level sort of, you know, to hold their hand and do it. Um, right. And for that, you know, I work with clients both online and in person. Um, so with those kind of things, it's it's basically exactly what I told you before. You know, we're digging digging through the wardrobe, making sure that everything's there is working, tailoring if it's not, donating the stuff that we need to, then also shopping for those gaps, right? And all the shopping is around your budget, right? In colors that are going to make you look good in a style that you like. So it's much more detailed, and you know, we can buy clothing from anywhere in the world because we right. you know do it online. Uh, but you also get the educational aspect, right? So you understand what colors work for you and why you understand how to dress your body even down to mm -hmm. fabric types and things like that you know you understand what brands are going to work for you uh, you understand how to put together outfits things like that so um that's all sort of what what i do and then yeah coming out with a course in the future too as well so it can be like a self-paced program for guys um and then to um, some more stylist training things along those lines let's go let's go looking forward to yeah, that man. Definitely. yeah definitely Gentlemen, so check it out uh once again the website uh, pivotimage.com pivotimage.com definitely go and check it out there's some great resources i downloaded it signed up myself it got a great ebook there so gentlemen we were going to talk about how to dress for dates but i'm going to leave you to go check it out because he's got a whole ebook on that yeah on how to dress for specific dates what to look for uh it's, it's super detailed it's really informative so i definitely encourage you if you're looking to go on a date uh you're planning on going on a date here soon download that book because it's going to be a huge resource and really beneficial to you. Uh, so as we sign off, Patrick, I'd like for you just to kind of close off our time with a message to the gentleman listening out there, just a, an encouragement or challenge that you would give them something that you would want to leave this future generation, if you could, a message to the world, as it were. So Patrick, thank you once again for being with us. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're a busy man. And so thank you for the generosity of your time. So with that, Patrick, why don't you uh, close out now with your message to the gentleman out there? I think it would be what we were discussing before about there's no reason not to care because it's easier than ever. And the, the, the cost to benefit ratio is just absolutely astronomically and disproportionate. You know, you, you can put on a shirt and the world can feel differently about you. And I wouldn't want your listeners or you anybody right to leave that on the table and it's such a valuable resource to have in your toolkit style isn't everything but it's a really it's a it's a good chunk of the pie right there's a little bit of that so as you're improving on yourself keep that little piece like make sure that you're working on that because what i say is that you know high tide rises all boats the guys who come to me are usually working on something else fitness or they'll work with me and then they start you know losing weight something like that so you know this can aid in the acceleration of your development as a man and so and it's it's a really easy thing to do once you start doing it so i would just say care a little bit more and don't leave something that easy on the table i want to thank you for listening i am truly grateful for you and for the gift of your time i would like to ask you to do me a huge favor 
If you have found this content valuable, will you please consider subscribing, reviewing, and sharing this podcast with others? This will help us grow our community and reach more men with this message. On a personal note, if we don't know each other, or if you have any ideas for future guests and or topics, please reach out to me. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at PurposeProjectXXI or by email at PurposeProjectXXI at gmail.com. So gentlemen, until next time, this is Ozzy Ortiz leading the way and challenging you to live with purpose, to make an impact and experience fulfilled lives. Love you.